Hey there, I'm Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And this is Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. Where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way. All in service of personal growth. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number six of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I'm your co-host Jeff. And I'm Tatsu. And today we are talking about personal growth. But as we usually do before we jump into the topic, let's check out what kind of shorts and button down we got going on. Tatsu, what do you have today? I got this crispy, crispy blue plaid plaid shirt on. And I got some royal blue basketball shorts. Oh, nice. Keeping it classy with the royal. Yeah. Keeping it, got to coordinate sometimes, man. I don't go. coordinate all the time, but sometimes. What about you, Jeff? What you got on? I've got a little uh, blue and different blues and gray button down. And then I got some gray basketball shorts. Yeah. It's a little coordination myself. So, <laughs> you know, keeping it uh, professional on top and comfortable on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Always, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. So personal growth, when you hear that term, what's the first thing that pops in your mind? Man, like personal growth is so important to me, um, more so than ever. And I don't see, I don't, I don't know why. Well, I do know why, but there wasn't such an emphasis on personal growth like specifically very intentionally since, you know, I was younger. Um, it was just like parents would be like, Oh, be good. You know, don't burden other people. Uh, you know, tell the truth, you know, that kind of stuff. But it wasn't like in the grand scheme of personal growth because personal growth is so important and it's going to help you and blah, blah, blah. It was just like these little nip, you know, these little snippets of, of wisdom they were dropping on me. But now like I see a bigger, a, a much bigger per, uh, picture of like how important it is to me. And so like everything that I experience now is, has something to do with some kind of growth, some kind of personal growth is, and that's how I'm practicing on seeing my life. Um, like, especially when like big things happen, like the pandemic, you know, it's like, how am I going to grow from this? You know, um, what about you? Like, what what do you or what's your relationship with with personal growth? I mean, obviously, uh, I love the macro benefits of personal growth. I think sometimes there's like the initial like, Ugh, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. uh, because personal growth isn't comfortable. Um, I yeah. think in today's culture, it's kind of like a buzzword. Mm -hmm. um, it's trendy, you know, it's like the thing to say and do. But a lot of people I see, especially on like social media, it's like they're like super happy about personal growth and they think it's like great. And I'm like, well, look, like I agree, but in the moment, I don't like it's mm -hmm. painful. It's it's like stretching a muscle like mm -hmm. it's it's tearing. Right. So um, I think it just depends. Right. Like there's certain things I have no problem growing in. There's certain things I'm like, oh, um, but yeah, to your point. I think it's uh, definitely a main frame of how I think about things mm -hmm. and how I try to be with my kids, right? I tell them all the time, like, I don't ever care if you win or you lose it. I really care, like, how you've grown and what you're learning. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I think we get a little impatient with ourselves, not as kids. Um, like there's like, we have to like really create the result now. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I battle between wanting the results now mm-hmm. and wanting to be in the process of growing. Right. Right. Like, like, like during, during the pandemic, especially like during your move to Charlotte from LA, I, I, I've asked you this before, because like one thing after, after another happens, happened, right? Like, I'm like, dang, like, how do you not just like lose your crap and just like go crazy? Because like, there were like just things just happening. It's like, when do you get a break? Right. I'm like, so during that time, like, like, how did you see things? And what, 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 are, what were some of like the biggest lessons that you took from it? By the way, like when he, when Jeff and his family moved, one thing after another, one thing after another happened. Yeah. And so much so that I do remember that. And I do remember talking to a bunch, like we talked almost every day and there was always something new, yeah. but it was always focusing on the outcome. Like, Hey, this is just the process it'll take. And a lot of those things I had very little control over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even like being here and we're like a little over six months in and with renovations, it was the same kind of thing, right? Like, you know, expectations not being met, things falling through, like mishaps, miscalculations, right? It all is kind of in the same vein. So probably for, yeah, about seven months, it's been that way. But I think, you know, staying focused on the outcome and then remembering not always in the moment, but remembering that I can only control me mm-hmm. and, you know, my reactions to things mm-hmm. um, helped because otherwise I would just lose my mind every day. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't have the bandwidth for that. And that's not the day-to-day life I want to live. So there were certain things I delegated. There were certain things I outsourced. There were certain things I had to be hands-on with. And I try to remember that can't really micromanage everything. And it, and it can't, just because you think it should be a certain way, doesn't mean that because it's not that way, it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really challenging in the moment. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Moving the cars and having like, you know, dents and stuff on the cars and like, we're still dealing with that. I'm still not done. Washing machines exploding and painters not doing their job. Right. And Oh man, it was crazy. Um, I just remember all the things. Um, but like, how, like during, during the pandemic, like, what did, what did you see in it? Like, there was a lot of like the narrative going like, oh, this is crazy. And oh, this is such a bad thing. And oh my God. And people blaming other people for this and that. And then the conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff. And people just getting very fearful, um, as opposed to like, okay, well, like you said, like you, like you just said, we don't have control over anything else but ourselves but like the fear was just kind of like really just driving their behavior a lot of people and not everyone but a lot of people um so for you like what was your takeaways from that and and, and how did you grow from from that whole experience i mean we're, we're kind of still in it but yeah exactly the pandemic that won't leave um I think my experience just in general, when there's something polarizing like a pandemic 
or certain like major issues, either politically or just like in our world, it's usually somewhere in the middle range mm. um, that's actually the facts, right? Mm -hmm. So I try not to get caught up with the extreme reactions of things. Mm -hmm. um, but Steph and I both, uh, Steph's my wife, for those who don't know, um, we both looked at like, what do we want to create from this thing? We both knew it was not going to be short and we didn't know how long. We definitely didn't assume it was going to be continuing now. Yeah. But we wanted to create something through it. We didn't really know what. Um, we didn't know we were going to move when it started, but we really wanted to create something through it. So a lot of it was closer relationships with our current, our former neighbors. Because mm. we knew that was going to have to be our social scene for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and also just like learning and growing and, you know, she always wanted to homeschool the kids. So here was her opportunity. Obviously, it wasn't ideal because she can't like go to see things like field trips on her own during mm -hmm. that time. It was pretty much locked down. So it was really about growing ourselves and looking for the opportunity through the challenge. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't easy. There was still fear, fear for us because no one knew what to expect. But we just leaned in our faith and trusted that the process would be what the process would be. And, you know, we were going to make our own minds up and do what we need to do with our family and not just like follow, but also not ignore. Mm. Um, so, you know, we try not to get inundated with all the things because for a while there it was like 24 seven, that was all that was available. And what, what's the long term vision here? And I think that was a big reason that had us open to relocating from Southern California to Charlotte was that initial intention. Like I said, we didn't know, um, it wasn't necessarily on our radar, um, but we were just open to it. So I think, you know, having that long-term outcome focus and then having that intention navigate all the twists and turns. So many distractions these days, it may be challenging to stay focused and committed to living with intention. Good habits are more critical than ever before. Check out Winning Habits by Jeff Miller. A former tennis pro and top tier life and business coach, Jeff shares priceless experience and wisdom. Check it out on Amazon.com. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. What about you, man? I know you had things going on. I mean, there was times where in the beginning, you were like, I haven't seen a human yeah. in a long time. Because right, I've got a family of five. So while I felt at times that the walls were closing in, um you were kind of like you know <laughs> chilling like kind of yeah. by yourself yeah like uh right when the pandemic hit my my last job the facility had closed everything went smoothly um i got a i got a severance so it was kind of like a start over you know what do you want to do with your life here's your chance kind of a reset it felt like you know yeah. And it was only maybe April, April, 2020, April, May, April, May, June-ish, where I started to feel like a little claustrophobic because I wasn't seeing any of my friends because everyone's kind of like freaking out, kind of staying to themselves. And I would only just go out to buy groceries or whatever. But otherwise, I'm like kind of like in my apartment, like pacing around. And I remember getting a little bit antsy, right? Like okay, this is weird. Like I'm, I've never been like feeling claustrophobic in this, in this space. But then I started like thinking, well, 
what if I was in a prison cell, like a 10 by 10, like it'd be even worse. Like, could I control my mind? Like I started just getting like, you know, like how would it be, you know, what, what's making me uncomfortable in this space. Right. So, and then I just started settling, settling down. And, um, I started really like enjoying that, that really alone quiet time and reading and listening to positive stuff and like spiritual stuff. And, um, it was a, it was a huge period of, of really deep growth for myself. Mm. So I'm, I'm like forever grateful that it happened, um, for me personally. And also that nothing like, like, like super drastic or tragic happened to any of my family members or, or closest friends. Um, so like super blessed to, to feel that and to experience that. Um, but it was a really, really memorable time for alone and introspection and staying curious about like, okay, what's that feeling coming up or, you know, um, dealing with like, okay, this is how it feels to be alone, you know, and then, okay, well, where's that coming from? And, but I'm not really alone because I could call my friends up or, you know, I could go visit my parents, you know, or my, my family. Um, if I wanted to, right? Um, so a lot of a lot of interesting growth, interesting growth that happened um, during that period, um, and it it was because I was alone that I feel that I had the the time and the space to do it. So I'm very very grateful um, that I had that time, you know. And then as I you know as things start opening up again. And I'm interacting with more people, hanging around with more people. Um, I kind of start to feel sometimes like, oh, I'm, I'm not giving myself that time that I had because I grew so much and it felt really nice to grow. But now I'm more distracted again, doing things and going places. So it's like, okay, where's, this, where's the balance for me now? You know, with going out there, doing stuff and just like, reflecting being alone and reflecting right um and i think that balance is going to always continue i'm going to always continue to to grow therefore i'm going to need a different balance but it's really interesting to go from one side to the other and then like oh now i'm very very aware of that how it feels to be on one side or the other you know yeah and i think you hit a good point there right like I don't know, prior to the pandemic, people were like begging to be home more, like not have to go to work or mm -hmm. just have some more chill time. And then we got chill time to the extreme or at yeah. least home time, at least most of us. Right. So like, I'm curious, like, where do you think, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, personal growth, I really want to do X, Y, and Z, right. I want to write more or read more or work out more, whatever the thing is in their version of growth, personal growth is, mm -hmm. where do you think that balance is of making the time and living your life? We, we all have careers or jobs and, you know, families and uh, friends and, and maybe partners or spouses or whatever. Like, where do you think that possibility is in making the time for personal growth? Mm -hmm. I think, I think the possibility is, is anywhere that each individual desires it to be or how, however they desire it to look. But I think first and foremost, to understand what your natural like energy level or pattern or cycle 
is and what what you naturally want what you really want not not what like other people do like if you need 10 hours of sleep a night then then own it you know first and foremost just notice what it is and, re- and realize what it is if you only need six and you feel fine and you don't you don't need to sleep extra on the weekends or whatever then fine that's cool too you know but where like to really know yourself then it's like okay now how do i want to structure my life so that i do give myself that time and space for these things um but if until we know ourselves and we're going to just keep going you know attached to the out, outside and like doing what 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 they're asking of, of us mm-hmm. and then we're just going to keep burning and burning and burning and then we're, we're going to get to a point where oh bur- burn out recover and then back up back on it again right as opposed to having like a more sustainable um schedule or pattern for ourselves um what about what do you think well i think what you said was simple and complex like mm-hmm. understanding what you want or slash what you need that's complex <laughs> right like in theory it's simple but <laughs> like even sleep like I don't think the average person knows how much they need. They're all sleep deprived. Right, right, right. And, you know, in a world where anxiety and and tension and quote unquote stress, I use quotes because I'm not a massive believer in stress itself, um, is rampant, people can't sleep. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're doing this right before they go to bed. Yeah. Or they're watching this. Mm-hmm. Or they watch another screen and they wonder why they can't go to sleep. So mm-hmm. even something as simple as like, oh, well, what does your body need to sleep? Mm-hmm. I know my body needs seven hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. I know if I sleep eight consistently, it's too much. Mm-hmm. And I know if I sleep less consistently, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. But it took a long time to like pay attention to that. Right. And that's just one variable that's just sleep i haven't talked about nutrition i haven't Mm -hmm. talked about like well-being practices i haven't talked about learning or habits Mm -hmm. but just that alone again because people are usually just kind of on autopilot Mm -hmm. i think i don't know step over that like understanding what you want and what you need is probably the foundation for any growth Mm -hmm. otherwise you're just zigzagging Mm-hmm. and wondering like i hope i'm getting closer to where i'm going but they don't know where they're going right right and i and i and i think it's it's the it's the approach to personal development that isn't holistic that makes this kind of like zigzag because we're like oh i want to create good habits so i'm gonna read this book and i'm gonna pick up some things oh now i'm now i'm good you know I, i'm growing right yeah. but it's like the whole silo thing almost like we're, we're so like um, disconnected in a way we're not in, we're not fully integrated. And even with like what, like our understanding of ourselves, we're not fully integrated. So to have a, a bigger, like a, a broader approach to um, our own growth. And that, and that's not just like career, not, it's not just like our bodies, you know, there's a whole like energetic aspect to how our bodies function too. Right. Um, Like, are we taking on too much? Are we empaths, you know, like taking on too much people's energy? Okay, so I need more time away from people, you know, or whatever, right? It's like having that full, 
full holistic approach to what do I want? What do I need? And, and going deep with that um, is super, super important. And that's why the time alone, I think, the time alone, even if it's like 20 minutes a day, but to actually like sit there and feel what your body's feeling and think about what you really want and what, what, what really sources you is super, super important. You know, parents, are you looking for books to support your children in self-awareness and consciousness? Well, look no further than Listen by Tatsu Fushimi and illustrated by Brittany Vu. And a little reminder, written by Tatsu Fushimi and illustrated by Julie Wells. These are great books that can support your children's journey. Available on Amazon and BarnesandNobles.com. Yeah. Yeah, and look, for, for a long time, even now, from like an automatic response, like I don't even give myself wants. Mm. Mm. Barely needs. Mm. So... I'm going to guess there's some people listening that are the same. I'll get a massage or see the chiropractor when I'm like, when I can't move. Right. And then you expect this poor masseuse or chiropractor to like resurrect your body. Right. In like one session. That's not really how it works. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, for me, what I've come to realize and need to remember, right. Cause it's not linear, right. We don't always go like this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we go back. Sometimes we go over here is like a proactive approach to growth Mm -hmm. and foundation right i look at personal growth as like a foundation of a house right Mm -hmm. the foundation of the house takes the longest and for Mm -hmm. so long doesn't look like anything's happening Mm -hmm. um and then once that foundation is up then everything starts coming quick Mm -hmm. so i think for for me it's like it's just a different level of foundation right like maybe my foundation was for like a, a a little condo and now it's like mm. a bigger house. And eventually maybe my foundation will be like a whole apartment building, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or a whole, you know, housing community, but I'm still in the foundation. Mm-hmm. And at some point I'm gonna build it up and, and add certain things. But I think, you know, really people's relationships with wants and needs, mm. acknowledging that those exist and that is okay. Mm-hmm. Prior to, like you said, dartboarding this habit or that habit, um because you don't know what that's in service of Mm -hmm. um that's that is a lot of confrontational inner dialogue conversations right (laughs) right and there's a lot of people out there who've been conditioned to not want or not need right yes and then that leads to burnout resentment and personal destruction not personal growth right so understanding what you want, mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, we could do like 10 episodes on that alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that to me, that, that was the thing you said. I was like, well, that if people take that out of this conversation, mm-hmm. that in itself will help them. And there's a lot of things obviously to take on after that, but like getting really clear on like what you need, what you want, and then practicing. And then you've got like total trial and error. Mm-hmm. What I need now, I didn't probably need five, 10 years ago, and I may not need five, 10 years from now. Right, right, right. So like, like you said, like the foundation from building a condo to building a house to building a mansion or to whatever, whatever foundation it continues to grow, like it's going to change. So this the personal growth is forever. 
there is no, there's no finish line to it. Right. But as long as we're growing, we're going to continue to need to, to, to solidify that foundation and grow that foundation. Yep. Right? So what we don't know, we don't know right now. So the best we can do is to listen to our bodies as, as best as we can. Um, you know, think about, do we really believe in this or do we really be not believe in this? Do we really want this or do we really not want this? And that process to continue to do that will continue to, to create the foundation that we need to live and experience our lives the way we want to um, on the outside, externally, right? Um, yeah, it's... Uh, the tricky part is, I think, at least for my mind, my mind wants to go to the, okay, I want to figure it all out. Um, I want to do the right thing and figure it all out so that I'll be set forever. Um, but I don't know. And I never will know. I will, I will never know everything. Right. So that's where I think like really getting in, in touch with what our intuition is telling us, mm -hmm. you know, before your leg falls off, you know, maybe you should, you know, skip a few workouts, you know, body saying, I feel personally, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> yes, Jeff has a suck it up and suck it up or die kind of attitude. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I'm good. <laughs> When the, okay. Well, that's how, like, that's how we're taught. Just like yeah. suck it up, keep going. You know, you know, are you, are you injured or are you hurt? Yeah. <laughs> right? What's that old saying? Like, if you're not, if you're not showing bone or bleeding, get back out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a fine line. Like, in my opinion, there's a fine line between empathy, getting what you need, which mm -hmm. is definitely a great thing. And also pushing through, right? right? And that goes to your intuition. And like I have this conversation with Steph all the time about um, our middle child, Jordan, who's very, looks just like me, but is very like Steph, you know, mm. cautious, low anxious, you know, very like slow to, to act. Mm -hmm. And I'm constantly like, like he said the other day that he's burnt out and he needs a break and he's sick. Mm -hmm. I'm like, my mind, I'm like, you haven't been on the planet enough to be burnt out, kid. <laughs> um, but, you know, that might not be what he needs at that mm -hmm. moment. So it's a fine line. I think to your point, yeah, gut and intuition and trust. And also, like, there's no right or wrong way. I think as long as we're open enough to make pivots mm -hmm. and trust ourselves mm -hmm. and that's going to look different for everybody. Some people are going to need way more empathy uh than i would need some mm -hmm. people are going to need more rigor than i need mm -hmm. um, which is fine um mm -hmm. and i think we've got to again like what's our long-term vision mm -hmm. um and be less attached to how we get there even if we think you know we know how to get there it might not be the way mm -hmm. uh, but being committed to the process of growing mm -hmm. and then you know trust and, and getting rest that is a process that is a part of it for sure um mm -hmm. and you know being okay with not knowing because we don't know we're at best doing educated guesses along the way mm -hmm. um so i mean again like 
our whole podcast is developed is dedicated to personal growth and personal mm-hmm. development. So we will be weaving all kinds of stuff in and out of this topic on every episode. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if there's someone listening to the conversation right now and they're either wanting to reinvent their relationship with personal growth or haven't even started, what what would you say is something they could take on over the next week to have them moving in the direction they want? Mm. Um I'd invite people to, for every decision that you make for this week, whether, I mean, you can get, you can get, you can just have fun with it, whether it's like choosing, choosing uh, dinner, whatever it is, um, to big, to big issues like career changes or relationship um, decisions to choose or to think about, is this, is my decision coming from love or is it coming from fear? like underneath underneath it all and and keep going deep is this a love-based decision or is this a fear-based decision and just notice and get real just be real with yourself you don't have to tell nobody just think for yourself how about you jeff what do you got i like that um i think maybe something fun right away you could do um is creating a want and need list nice And having this be a living document, right? You know, whether Mm. it's like a note on your phone or a piece of paper or Google Doc, right? Just kind of like notice where they're at and 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 strive for like at least 10 on each side. Um, you know, if you want four vacations a year, great. Um, put that down. If you need seven hours of sleep, try that on. Mm. Um and and practice that and see how that lands and how that feels for you. Mm. Um, I know when I did this, <laughs> like the needs list was like empty. Yeah. I was like, hmm, there might be something here. Yeah. And the want list was like a Ferrari. I was like, hmm, I think there's a gap here somewhere. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, like have some fun with that. Um, and then just notice and like practice like getting those things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to spend more time with your family, you'd be surprised just by putting that down, how mm. that can happen just by like putting it into your sphere mm. your day to day. It's like you'll notice like, oh, I don't need to like write these emails for 15 minutes. I'm going to go downstairs and have lunch with the kids or something. Mm. And automatically now, because you wrote it down, you're now taking some actions around it. So want needless, at least 10, have some fun with it and see how that goes. Awesome. Love it, man. Cool. So hope you enjoyed this discussion that we had. Um, As always, please um, send us comments, um, any kind of suggestions, feedback. We'd love it at all of our uh, social media um, platforms. Um, And again, thank you again. And we will see you on the next one. Awesome. Thank you for checking out this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share, and we'll see you on the next one.